Are you ready to get your education business off the ground in 2024? Olivia and I have an amazing opportunity for you at Educate with Influence. Picture this, transforming your passion into a thriving education business, connecting with like-minded educators and receiving exclusive mentorship from industry experts who have been in the educator and influencer fields for over 10 years. We want to help hairstylists, salon owners, and anyone in the beauty industry create more freedom, more revenue, and more opportunities. Educate with Influence is the complete program that you need to get started. But here's the catch. You have to act fast because for the first time ever, we are offering a 12-month payment plan. For an entire year, you can get access to Educate with Influence, time with me and Olivia to help grow your business, and 12 amazing mastermind calls with other educators, all for only $100 a month. So what's in it for you? Let's break it down. When you register before January 1st, you'll get one-year access to Educate with Influence. You'll be able to dive into a full curriculum designed to empower you and help you conquer that imposter syndrome that's holding you back and help you bring all of your gifts to the world. You'll also gain access to 12 coaching calls where you're gonna be able to connect, share, and learn with other educators who are just as passionate as you are. You'll be able to ask questions and get help building your programs and marketing your programs throughout the entire journey. You'll also have mentorship with me and Olivia. If you guys didn't know, Olivia and I have been in this field for a really long time and we have learned so much. We've made so many mistakes. We have had so many different experiences and we really want to help people have an easier way of doing the things that we've done and have a quicker way of achieving all of the amazing gifts that this industry has to offer. So my question to you is this, why are you going to wait another year to start working on your education business? Make 2024 the year that you dedicate to really turning this into something that's a reality. Make 2024 your year of impact. Secure your spot now and commit to one year of growth, learning, and building your legacy. This is the opportunity you've been waiting for, so don't let it slip away. Visit EducateWithInfluence.com and seize this opportunity before it's gone. Remember, you only have until January 1st to sign up for this amazing, amazing offer. You can sign up anytime and pay in full, but for the first time ever, we're offering the 12-month payment plan for only $100 a month. Join the movement because together we are bridging the gap between educator and influencer, helping provide new opportunities to everyone in the beauty industry. Hope to see you there. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Gina Bianca podcast, where we talk about life, business, entrepreneurship, the beauty industry, and beyond. My name is Gina Bianca, life and business coach, salon owner, educator, mastermind mentor, and your host of the Gina Bianca podcast. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Gina Bianca podcast. We are back with my good friend, Olivia, aka OMG Artistry. She's one of the creators and founders of Educate with Influence and my amazing business partner and close, close friend. Hi, Olivia. Hello. We're here to talk about another topic today, which is what is holding people back from becoming famous on social media. And we're also going to talk about how to deal with trolls and negativity and one of the biggest tips ever, which is don't be afraid to be seen starting small. It's one of the biggest things that I could say. 
for people is don't be afraid to be seen doing the new little stuff that you're afraid people are going to make fun of you for. But let's start with what's holding people back. What's holding you back? Well, we were talking about this last week and like this theory, I hate it and I love it and I really don't think that you can talk about social media in 2023 without talking about being the main character. And I had watched this video on TikTok and the girl is like, anybody can be famous on social media, but they won't embrace that they're the main character. And the main character needs to embrace all of the little minuscule things that like if you were walking around with a video camera crew following you that you wouldn't want them to see, like you have to embrace all of those little things and basically just like overshare and be the main character. And like, for me, I share a good amount on social media. Like I feel like I share a lot and my husband, you know, he doesn't want me to share any more than I already share. He likes to be private. I like to be private. And there's a lot of stuff that I like, you know, I'll go to share it. I'll be like, I'm not sharing that. You know what I mean? But I do feel like that next level of fame on social media, I could have like that if I embraced the main character theory. But for some reason, I'm just like, ah, I don't want to do it. And I like being private, you know? So I just think it's just an interesting, interesting topic. If you're looking to grow on social media to build your influence, to build your audience, all of those things that you have to embrace being the main character. So maybe you can shed some light on what that looks like for you. So with main character, I like to call main character energy, right? That's kind of what you're putting forward and kind of like that face that you're putting on um, for yourself. Do it with intention. Like when we're saying like share, you know, the most private thing, like all that, what is the intention of you doing this? Right, Gina? Absolutely. And what outcome are you seeking? Exactly. So let's say for me, I could be sharing so much more, but my intention isn't there. Now that I've been called to the table about it, I used to do it a lot more. I don't do it as much now because the intention isn't there. Let me give an example. Okay. I have suffered some crazy skin issues my entire life for anyone who follows me at OMG Artistry, like cystic acne, couldn't figure it out. Everything but Accutane is pretty much what I've done for my skin. And I've been on this whole very vulnerable skin journey for a very long time that I have talked about. And the feedback of me showing bare skin, imperfections for somebody who on camera could look very done up. It it was something that I helped so many people with everything that I've done that it actually came back to me tenfold. And by being the main character in your own story and sharing your intentional vulnerabilities, it it's your it's because you're helping somebody else. You're being selfless. That's my, relatable. Yes. In my purest form of my, I took my most insecure thing, and I put it for everybody else to see. With the intention 
of hopefully nobody ever has to go through what I went through. Or maybe I could do one less, you could do one less thing or add one more thing into your routine to just prevent the embarrassment of having what I had. So it's basically shining light intentionally on what you just said. Some of those things that you just don't want other people to see. Yeah. I feel like how I embrace my main character is I treat like my audience on social media like they work with me. And like one of the big things is, is I never want somebody to like walk around with food in their teeth. So I have a very tough love approach, an honest approach. And I also cuss a lot in real life, like how I normally talk is like I'm from New England. I'm from Connecticut. East Coast people cuss a lot. And you should have seen me teaching in the South. I was like, can I say fuck here? And they were like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. But like throughout the day, I could tell as I'm talking, they're just like, like, you know, they're like, oh, okay. She wasn't joking. Um, You know, and I just like to talk to my audience like they're real people and how I normally talk. And sometimes like when I will write a caption, someone is like, I read this in your voice. And I feel like that's really special. And a lot of the information and education that I share is super honest and it's not sugarcoated and it's not idealistic. You know, I'm not posting stuff for likes to be like, you know, oh, I want people to like me. I'm like, I want to actually help people. So I feel like that's kind of vulnerable because you do get a different perspective. Like you will get people will love you or hate you. And like I had was I was interviewing on a podcast once like three years ago And the girl introduced me. She's like, Gina Bianca, some people love you and some people hate you. And I was like, people hate me. Could you imagine saying that to somebody? I was like, damn, you know what I mean? But just thinking about it, like having a little bit of a polarizing opinion or having an honest opinion could kind of set you apart a little bit too. But I feel like that's my main character energy is like, I'm just going to talk to like a normal person. People want real though. Like at the end of the day, like if there's somebody online that is coming from a good place, right? Like I always say, I go, I'm coming from a place of care and not a place of control. Meaning like, I'm not trying to control you to tell you what you do, but I care about you so much that I'm going to tell you what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference. So you're coming from a place of like, I want to see you grow. I want to see you thrive. I want to see you in your best light. Same thing with me. Tough love is a huge thing. I don't show it as much in my videos because I'm doing a lot of videos, me, myself, and I, and I'm not teaching that education side of it, which I love that you do. And that's why people are like, God damn, like this is what somebody hasn't been telling me my whole life. Like, Everybody's that's the thing, the food and the teeth. It, or sugarcoating it or, you know. I will not let you walk around with food in your teeth. Like, I'm going to tell you, even if you don't want to, like, if you're on my page watching my content, you're open for my feedback. You put yourself there, right? I'm not going to tell some, I'm not going to not tell someone they have food in their teeth. Like, that's just like my vibe. It's like a big sister vibe, I would say. So let's say someone's coming from a place of care and you, you don't agree or you think it's a personal attack, you have more inner work to do and say, why does this trigger me? People are triggered very easily. So it's like, but 
if, if something is triggering me or somebody gives me feedback or whatever, I take that as a challenge for myself to be like, Ooh, that pissed me off. But why did that piss me off? Mm-hmm. But why does that make me mad? Why does that feel like that's not true? Or is it true? And I sit with myself and like, I, I think like investing in our minds and our brains and our mentalities, the best investment we could ever do, whether it's time or money. So it's like, I like to sit with my shit and like ask myself those hard questions because I'm like, I'm in growth mode. Like, this is something I can work towards or are they just totally wrong and I'm not going to listen, which is an option. We all have choice. But if it pissed me off, even if they're wrong, why did it piss me off? It's like, Gina, if I go, you're a giraffe, you're a giraffe, you're a giraffe, you're a giraffe. Does that piss you off? No. Because you're not a giraffe. <laughs> now, now, what if I said, Gina, you're selfish? <gasps> Am that I? Listen, would that kind of piss you off? Would that exactly? Am I? Maybe because there's a little part of you that knows you're a little selfish and that's why you get offended. I don't know if it would offend me because I like being selfish. No, but stage you get what I'm my life. Do you get the exercise? Duh. Okay. So it's like, how are we not I, sick of each other by now? I love you. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like if somebody's like, you're selfish and you're like, oh, I am not selfish. <clears throat> like, replay your reaction and be like, Ooh, is there a part of me that actually believes this person as supposed to be like, they're an idiot. They don't know what they're talking about. So I just posted a video and it just said tough love. And it was a really short video and there was more context to what I was saying, but my editor just chopped it and posted it. And I was like, Oh, this needed more context, but the video is doing really, really well because it did trigger a few people. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I basically, in the video, I'm just saying, if you're doing hair and you're taking forever, you may think it provides a lot of value because you're spending your time. But at the end of the day, you need to value your client's time and have really good time standards so that they can be in and out of the salon in a reasonable amount of time. And part of the time standards is if my highlight takes three hours and a client comes in and their hair is going to take another two hours, I need to just have good time standards. So I know what it normally costs so I could add on and price myself properly. That's like what I wanted the video to say, but it basically just says you need to evaluate your guest time. Time is money, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, this is horrible advice. <laughs> and I'm just like, over explaining it and over explaining it. And I'm just like, now that you say that it's like, when someone says my advice is bad, that will upset me because I'm only speaking from experience of what has worked for me and for others and for the people I've trained. So so now you need to do that reply on Instagram to whatever the comment was. Oh yeah. Own it. And then post a part two. Oh, I forgot about that. See, I'm not used to that new feature yet. So what I'm talking about is um, if you actually go to my Instagram at OMG Artistry, you're going to see these little white boxes that are replies to Instagram. It's a new feature. They took it from TikTok. Um, But what you can do is you can reply inside of a new video that'll attach to the original video. If you want to see what I'm talking to, head to my page. Love it. I get triggered sometimes, but some things that I do and I, we could talk about how to deal with trolls and negativity in a few minutes, but like, I don't read the comments. Like I try not to read, especially if it's a bad video about me, which happens, which is really sad, but I try not to watch or read the comments because it's just not 
productive at all. But before we jump into that, because I do want to talk about how to deal with trolls and negativity, because if you're an influencer, if you're an educator, if you have a following on social media, if you embrace being the main character, there are going to be people who do not care for you. And people say bold things behind a screen that they would never, ever say to your face. Like ever. If you embrace being the main character, you are going to have people come at you. And um, before we jump into how to deal with trolls and negativity, I do want to mention that part of being the main character is featuring yourself on your page. So can we talk about that? Yeah, definitely. That changed everything for me. I went from being known as the hair doctor where nobody knew who my face looked like to being able to brand my own name and being able to work with different brands. And my career took off when people saw my face and could put a face to the name. I used to do, I actually went from showing face to then not showing face and then showing face. And let me explain. So my content used to be strictly consumer. So when you're showing your face, that's consumer. When you're doing it on yourself, that's consumer. So then I started working for a distributor and then I went pro. So for years, it was like just my model's face, just my hands, my hands were famous, right? Just doing the things, wasn't showing my face. And then I had this epiphany because this was the come up of makeup artists, okay? Why are makeup artists arguably more famous than hairstylists? Because they're showing their face. Did you know that a basketball player is more easily recognizable than a football player? Because football players wear helmets during the game. Same thing with hairstylists. So once I kind of figured out this analogy, I was like, I need to show my face more. People need to, people know the name, but they don't know the face. But if they've been following me a long time, they do. But now I'm going to the hair shows and they don't know what I look like. I want to get recognized, right? I want to be, I want to be main character energy, right? So as soon as I started posting, talking, people are obsessed with seeing people talk, by the way. Like voice coming out of mouth. It's mouth is mouth is mouths. <laughs> voice coming out of mouths obsessions. Okay. And it also makes you more relatable than voiceovers. Like people want to see your mannerisms, how you talk, how you interact. That's what elevates your following to the next level. As soon as I did that, I went from like 75,000 to like almost like 130,000 in a year. Like once I really just started like putting out content, like, heavily because I had a mission. I had a system, what I wanted to do. I wanted to grow, 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 grow. And just started to put my face out there more and started getting on stories. Yeah. I talk about it all the time. Like I was teaching a class in Sacramento and I was checking everybody in and they're like, when does the hair doctor get here? And I was like, I am hair doctor. <laughs> like I was, I was like, nobody knows who I am. So I started going live and I started doing lives, 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 and just talking to my audience and just doing like business Q and A and stuff like that. And then after a while, um, I got a brand photo shoot done and I started posting pictures myself. So now like every other slide or every slide has my face on it, um, on my page. So that when you hit my page, it's like me and that has helped me 
a lot. So I recommend getting a brand photo shoot done because if you have no content, it's really hard to put yourself out there. And even in the salon, like, you know, have your friends take a couple clips of you doing hair or get yourself in the content somehow, get a tripod, ask for help, but get that content because it will take you to the next level for sure. I want to talk about trolls. Let's do it. So when you have that main character energy, you're going to have people not like you. How do you deal with it? Okay. Olivia, OMG artistry is a character. This is how I do it. I separate myself from who OMG is. I am not the same person. I am only showing you what I want to show you. You're only getting half the story. Just how it pisses you off about your video, how they're only getting half the story. You're only getting half the story. OMG is an AI. She has a voice, the way she speaks to people, the way she comments, the way I show up in videos, the way I dress. Everything is an AI. I don't take that personally. I have a, I have such a disconnect from what people think that they see online than who I actually really am. Because if you knew me personally, maybe I would take it personal. But I'm not going to take it personal if we've never met personally. If I wouldn't let you in my house, I will not let you in my head. That's how I handle trolls. And I don't feed them. Don't feed the trolls. Meaning you don't write back. Yeah, there's a proven way to deal with this type of thing. And it's to never, ever, ever respond. Because you just give them what they want. Yes. And the more popular a video gets, you're going to see people that don't even do beauty things chiming in their opinions. They come out of the woodworks. The more visibility one of my videos will get, the more like, I don't get a, like a lot of hate on my page. Thank God. Um, for the most part, I'd say like everybody's pretty calm, but every once in a while, those damn little comments come into play and 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 to be fair a lot of the times it polices itself let me explain and Gina you know what I'm talking about sometimes like a comment will pop up and if people are like actually looking through the comments other people that are looking online will defend you and then it creates this like camaraderie right and it, it strengthens the relationship it's like how, and you see something bad. You're like, how could this happen to me? Oh my God, this comment, it hurts. It, it fucking hurts. And then all of a sudden, like the policing itself, camaraderie actually has people that back you. It's actually such a beautiful thing. Yeah. I try not to read. Nasty. Yeah. It's so beautiful to see that people like have your back. Yeah. It does feel good. I try not to read any of the comments or watch any of the videos if there is anything about me because I just don't. I don't want to take that negative energy in, but I will tell people don't share it. Like, even if you share it, like a lot of people will share stuff to me and I'm just like, I don't want to see this. Number one, number two, sharing is how videos get more traction. So if you're sharing it, even if you're sharing it to somebody to like warn them or you're like, oh my God, look at this asshole. Like the more you share, the better that video does. So like- 
if you see that negativity, whether it be about you or not, don't engage. And if I see something else, like on uh, somebody else's comments and all that stuff, like it's so easy sometimes to like also want to tear them apart. But sometimes just being witty. (laughs) Or just not responding. It's like so hard. It's like you want to so bad. But remember how I said earlier in this conversation, you're a giraffe, you're a giraffe, you're a giraffe. If it ain't true, but if it is, there's a really good YouTube about not taking things personally. It's like one of the top TED Talks that they have about it's a referee how he's always people like always hate the referee right like you it's like a, it's, it's a it's like a thankless job right so he talks about not taking things personally and it's the most beautiful ted talk you can ever listen to i highly recommend it can you send it to me i want to watch oh it's so good it's I so good watch. i love that um but yeah i mean it's gonna happen the bigger you get the more people are gonna hate and you gotta just like realize that people are miserable like if you're going to go out of your way to like troll someone or hurt someone or say mean things or bully someone, like imagine what that person has gone through in their life to make them that way. Cause they obviously weren't raised right. And it's like when someone is hateful, they wear that shame, you know, it's pretty sad. So I try to have that perspective Um, I do get protective of my friends too. Like if I saw something about you, Olivia, I would literally kill someone. You know what I mean? I would get super protective. And guess what? I would tell you not to. I know. Because you're because then you're drawing attention to it as well. Mm -hmm. It's it's hard not to be protective. I know. But I would say don't fucking entertain it. Like, and you know what's funny? How I feel about online is how I feel about in person. If somebody walks up to me and they go, do you know what Susie was saying about you? Do you know what I would fucking say? Don't fucking tell me. How Susie feels about me is none of my goddamn business. Because you know why? Because if I see Susie again, I don't want to fucking change me. Susie can feel uncomfortable. Cause she got the fucking problem and she's not telling me to my face. She feels like she loves the attention of talking about me to everybody else. Cause nobody wants to listen to what Susie says about herself. Right? Mm-hmm. So much more entertaining to talk about me. Susie got the fucking problem. Keep it with her. Cause I don't have a problem with Susie. Cause if I did, I'd say it to her face, not behind her back. That's exactly what you said. Like the brain space, the capacity, that I have on a daily basis is like minuscule. It's like, just don't even entertain it. Act like it ain't even there. No such thing as bad press. Goodbye. Thank you. Made me very famous. Mm -hmm. Imagine being Taylor Swift. She's like the most famous person in the entire world right now. And people are like, oh my God, if I hear one more thing about Taylor Swift and then I'm over here, like I'm going to need therapy if her and Travis break up. I love everything that's happening. And there's people who feel 100% the opposite of me. So it's like, imagine having that much energy coming at you. I was even thinking about this. We were watching uncut gems. It's on Netflix. It's an Adam Sandler movie. And at the end, he's like betting on this basketball player 
And I just was thinking about the basketball players. I was like, imagine people who bet on you and how much energy is on you. Like that kind of energy. I can't even imagine having that much energy on me. So I'm glad to be my like little, I'm like a little influencer with like a couple haters, but like, I can't even imagine being to that level. But if, as you grow, you're opening yourself up to criticism, which is what this episode is about. Basically, if that's a goal, here's how to do it. Be the main character, but also know that you're opening yourself up to people who basically just have to heal. And that's not your job to heal them. Your job is to not take it personal. But to open yourself up, you have to heal too. It's true. If I meditate, I walk. Like when I don't get my walk in, I call it uh, physical, uh, excuse me, I call it mental exercise. My walking is my mental exercise. It's the one thing that I enjoy doing. And actually today's the first day. It's beautiful. It's been so nasty, so raining. I still need to move my body. I still need to meditate or journal or whatever, or go to therapy or whatever paint, whatever the therapy is, whatever the medium is of what you do, you have to have some sort of silence, some sort of enjoyment in your life because it, it comes at a cost. And there's a reason why as you grow as a human, and I'm, I'm talking on like an elementary stage, right? When you go from being an assistant to being a stylist, to being a master stylist, to starting to be an educator, to be an influencer, to be a salon owner. I'm like, like at every, I think everyone can relate to everything that we're saying right now, because anywhere that you're met with growth, you're met with criticism and it only matters how you handle it. Finding your outlet to release that energy, to gain more momentum, it takes a lot. We are athletes. Hairstylists are athletes. We're not only training our bodies, but we also need to train our brains because we're ready to level up. You, your wanting to do something is your willingness to meet it at its opposite. Let me explain. Fitness is a great example. When you are willing to meet its opposite, which is strength and weakness, you are going to be weak when you first start lifting weights to be strong. When you get on camera, you are going to stutter and you're going to suck to be strong at speaking. You have to be willing to meet its opposite if you want to be what you want to be. That's the sacrifice. If you want to work with brands, if you want to be an educator on stage, if you want to do independent education, you have to be willing to meet its opposite first. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to be rejected, to not have tickets sell, to have people laugh at you. You can't be afraid to be seen starting small or afraid of what that feels like because it does feel uncomfortable when you're starting from the beginning. Let's talk about that. So we were talking about this earlier too. It's like, I've seen comments of people being triggered by the Britney mic. You know, what is times I'm like, what is that? People get upset that, uh, you know, an educator is using a mic. Who do they think they are? And yeah, I but it's like, that's what you're going to point out. Like, that's like, that's like, like, uh, recess bullying bullshit. That's like, Nice blue shoes, blue 100%. shoes. You know what I mean? Like, 
a microphone because you're trying to save your voice when you're on tour all weekend. My mom yells at me, yells at me because she goes, if you're going to be an educator, you're like a singer. You need to save your voice. You out, you go out at the end of the classes and you talk to everybody for six fucking hours to go on stage again the next day. You need to go to bed. You need to rest your voice. Same thing too with the mic. You're there because you're trying to create an experience, which I know you do, and so do I. But also you're trying to save your voice. Like this voice is expensive. I can't be losing it. I can't get sick. Like that's such that's such bullshit. We don't even have to defend it. Like that's such- I love that you said it's like recess bullying bullshit. And it's just so the reason I point it out is because when you like for somebody like me or like you at the level that we are, and someone is gonna make fun of us for something like that, that's like integral to performing for people who are investing in you. If you're starting small. And you go from, you know, maybe not promoting your products or maybe not talking to camera or maybe not going live or maybe not podcasting. And it's your first time doing anything. There are going to be people who are going to be like, who do they think they are? And you have to just push through it. When I was starting my hair career, every day I was posting GinaBiancaHair.com, GinaBiancaHair.com. Like I wanted to be the first thing people thought of in my community when they thought of hair and I relentlessly promoted myself and I built a really good name for myself. And I was the top hairstylist in my area. Ask anybody in my area. I was, when I was doing hair, I was doing it at the highest possible level in my community and they're haters, right? You can't be afraid to be seen starting small because if you let other people's energy or bullying or any of those things get to you, you're just never going to get to the next step. And there are going to be people who are just literally unhappy with themselves pointing out anything they can to try to get under your skin. And it is that like recess bullshit bullying. You really have to put on the blinders. But again, I'm going to say it. Know your why. Why do you want to do this? Why? Why do you want to be an educator? Why do you want to be an influencer, a content creator? Why do you want to get on stage? Why? My why, my why of giving away all my secrets is because I was given the gift of education when somebody gave me a grant to go to beauty school when I was broke. I had no money at all. That's why I give away all my secrets. My why is because I want to help people that may not have access to really expensive tools or really expensive products. But if I show you a really cool hack, you're going to remember it, you know, but my intention is to help. That's why I'm doing it. I'm sorry. I am not trying to help this person who is hating on me. You are not my ideal clientele. And you're not trying to get them to like you. Like, if you're not for everybody, like that's fine. But like, that's why you got to put your blinders on, set your intentions, set your why and work your ass off and work your ass off. (laughs) I love it. I think this is such a good topic. And I feel like in 2023, like you can't talk about social media without talking about embracing the main character, how to deal with trolls and all these bullies, and then just getting through the beginning stages, right? You're not a beginner forever. 
So this was awesome, Olivia. Thank you so much again for doing this. You are the best. And I want to let all of you know, if you want to learn more from me and Olivia, we have a beautiful program called Educate with Influence. Go ahead and visit educatewithinfluence.com for more information. We would love to mentor, guide, and support you on your journey of becoming an educator.